Welcome to this week's MHL Potting in the Corner podcast, which this week we're going to call It's Dave's World, We're All Just Happy to Be Living in It. Mike, how you doing? Hey, Mike. Well, thanks. Hi, Mike. Dave. Hi, Dave. Gentlemen. What's up, Dave? Still on painkillers, Dave? Mm-mm. No? All good? Yeah. All good. So, Dave, I wanted to ask you a question. Yes. Um, the the family tattoos, What what's with the um, diamond-shaped one? And whose is it? So Delaney did the diamond-shaped one. We all did different borders of the R because we all like different ways it looked. So she went diamond. Okay. No particular reason her diamond is opposed to all the circles? Okay. <clears throat> Who went stop sign? That was Madison. Was it like a road stop? Was it kind of like the... Uh... <laughs> Just an octagon? Yeah. Just a fan of octagons. 
guess big, a big, big UFC fan. So when was the decision made to go do it? So we've been talking about this for months. Patty got one with the two girls. So they got like a mother-daughter's kind of tattoo a couple of years ago. And then I had never gotten one before because I never could think of what to put on my body. So this idea came probably six months to a year ago, and then we finally got our shit together to pick a day and go. Where did you go? So it was a place on the south side called Ice Nine. Delaney went to high school with a girl who did it, who did two of us, and then her friend, small Snoop Dogg, did the other two. Very cool. I thought it looked sharp. Yeah. I don't know that I could ever get one, but... If I was to were to get one, it would probably be something like that. You should get an art. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was? Be very careful. It almost looked like a registered trademark. What was the order of getting them, Dave? Uh, me and Delaney went first. Okay. Then the other two went right after us. So yeah. How long did it take? <laughs> Ten minutes. Oh really? Oh yeah, it was fast. This isn't some kind of hip epic tattoo. <laughs> this is like nothing. Yeah, those three-hour sessions are not fun. Yeah, I, I would see how that would grind on you after a while. Like, would you take a break? Did they give you numbing cream, anything like that? Well, all of the above. And, and which part of the body would you say hurts the worst? Um, anytime they get over, like, the bone, like, over the clavicle, over the sternum, that like, ugh, it's intense. It kind of vibrates the bone, and it's like, ugh. <laughs> cool. I'm trying to think. Andrew just had one, and I maybe it was down around his ankle or something, and he said it hurt very much. Is he considering one for London? Well, I kind of figured when Kip saw that I got one, I was like, he's going to be full on. Let's go. <laughs> okay, I'm in. <laughs> I mean, if we Something find a good Friday. place. Yeah. What are you going to get, Chris, if you get a tattoo in London? Do you know? Um, Big Ben. <laughs> Roethlisberger? Why would you do that? <laughs> you get a picture of my face. Go to London for that. Wanna, I don't want to ask, where would you have it done? <laughs> You should you should get Holland on your ass or something like that. <laughs> His man bun. Yeah, that's a lot of points you've uh, missed out on. Eight goals in two games that don't count for shit for for us. Yeah, those five games and that uh, having a hat trick in the first uh, half, and then what? He they played him for a little over five minutes in the second and uh, got two more. <laughs> the kid's amazing. He just is. Well, but, that, you know. Yeah. And then he Happy got a and then he got a hat trick in the uh, FA Cup game, right? Yep. Yeah, because uh, the other one was uh, was that the what one was that? What the who's that? I've lost track. It's, yeah, I think it's time oh, wow. to talk some hockey. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Jason Bunda. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, what's up, Jason? <laughs> yeah. Jason. Holy shit is right. The uh, the finalists at the bottom of the screen here for me. Congratulations, Jason. Yeah, wow. we're, just happy, we're just happy to be there and get such a, an amazing opponent, you know. <laughs> you mean the one that beat you beat or the one that you're playing? 
Who are playing now? Dave, are you watching the Pens game by chance? I have not watched a Pens game since the one I went to in October. Stutzla just, uh, oh, wow, that's a long time. Stutzla just missed a wide open net. <laughs> Thanks. So, that does so, not help. So Jason's going for a rare double, right? The uh, the kid went in the league and, and the dad went in the league. Yeah. Same yeah, season. I'm to try to hold off my end of the bargain here in the household. It's something Andy's still trying to pull off. <laughs> Jason, how many times have you won? Three. Three? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Dave, you, you won once? Once. Once. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like four puts me in pretty rare territory. I don't know what the whole issue is, but I don't think there's many teams that have done that. So. Yeah, no, four would put you in pretty rare territory. Not quite me and Tim territory, but pretty rare. Right. right. So, Jack, you and Tim have won six? Um, Tim has, Tim has won now. six for sure. I think my, I might be five and a half because I shared that one with Chuck. In the COVID, no, that's, that's in, a full one. In the COVID year. And then after you two, I'm curious who's next. So, Dave, you have one, right? I have one, two, three, four, five, six. Wow. Mine is exactly 20 years ago. One, two, three, <laughs> and Jason, yeah, there's Jason's three there. Yeah. So I don't think anybody's got four, as I recall. So I think it's Tim and I and then... It drops down to you, Jason. I think you're second with three. Yeah, you're second with three. What's your dad doing with just one? That seems amazing. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't There's have nothing bet. wrong with just one. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have bet on that. Dave McGrain's never won? Uh, no, Dave McGrain has never won. Andy's never won. Chris, you've never won, right? Sorry about that. No. And then obviously Sean and... <clears throat> Brett haven't won. So I don't remember whose team was who's in the past. So uh, Dave's got the big lead to go starting, right? Thanks to three saves from Vasilevsky. When I looked last night, Dave was up like six to nothing. And then I, I looked uh, just now and it's, it's a tight one. And My previous two weeks in the playoffs, I've started out negative the first night. So <laughs> this is not a good sign that I scored 5.15. <laughs> well, this is a big night because you got, you, uh, Dave's got an advantage in games, but you're using them up tonight. We don't have to talk about this at all. <laughs> <laughs> Jason didn't come on to talk about soccer, Dave. Maybe he did. <laughs> I can listen on that conversation. I <laughs> well, I, I, Jason, did I've you talk, like we talked about? I learned everything I know about soccer from uh, from Jack when he uh, helped coach my team. <laughs> <laughs> did Did you make any big trades towards the end, Jason? No, no, I wasn't able to. Kip Kip ate everybody up. I couldn't. I couldn't get in on any of the uh, <laughs> the action there. It's kind of like when he drafted McDavid when he was 12. <laughs> it still still hasn't paid off. Nope. He hasn't won a cup yet. That's amazing. It is. Man, look at those wings. Yeah, I, had, I obviously had it, um, didn't have a good supporting cast, but uh, I needed I needed a lot of help at different 
places. I got, uh, ended up picking up the goalie. I needed a defenseman and then I picked up the, uh, Hyman, but he, he didn't have, he didn't have much going either. <clears throat> Kachuk only had two I games. Try to, I tried to do you some favors too. I left some good guys on the bench. Yeah, Clayton Keller. Holy cow. <laughs> and Johnson. I never even heard of Wyatt Johnston. Holy crap. He's my under 21. So. I had him earlier this year when I had many under 21s, and then I kept the guy that wasn't under 21. <laughs> yeah. So, Jason, we appreciated you not changing your logo after we assigned that logo to you many, many weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed at some point. I thought, you know, why, why mess up a good thing? Yeah, you were, right. it put you on a roll, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite sure what it is, but you know, it, it Jack, we can change that page now. You want to change the page now? <laughs> uh, I don't need to see that anymore. All right, it's gone. <laughs> Tip, is there anything you want to say to Chris after he was blasting you on the chat? Oh no, it's all good. The league. I don't mind losing. I don't mind losing. Jason has a great team. I mean, it's solid all around. Dave, Dave, you. Your team is really good too. I mean, there's nothing. You guys are going to have a good, hopefully, good, good matchup. Jason's loaded. I, I consider the final was last week when when he beat you, because you guys have the two best teams. Yeah. So, Mike, did you have an odds on the, like the team that was ninth in the power rankings making it to the finals? No, I I totally miscalled uh, Dave's team. I, I I thought he was spending up for no good reason that he was destined to failure because he was middling in the power rankings. But Jason, and, and stop right there. Okay, that, that's all you have to say about me. <laughs> no, but, but Jason's team we called early on when he was he was kind of middle of the power rankings, but his his breakdown and his uh, uh, points total were were. Were, were much better than his record reflected early on. So I called out that he he's the freezer burn was a team to watch out for way back in what November or so. He did say that. I do remember that. Yeah. And I think he said you were shit. Often. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> That's also just kind of fun though, too. <laughs> <laughs> So Jason has all his picks intact. He's going to probably win the cup, right? That's what we're. That's what. That's what we're saying. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, I wasn't able to give any picks away, so I still have them. Did you try, Jason? I I tried. Yeah. What would you have gotten? Because your team is loaded. Yeah. yeah I, was trying to center. Up, I was trying to pick up a, a defenseman. I think we all were. It's, for whatever reason, it was tough to get top-notch defensemen this year. Even middling defensemen, it was hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, wings, I'm fat, so I was I was good there. But defensemen, maybe a better, better backup goalie, stuff like that. So, Did you draft Jason Robertson? I protected him. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. I drafted oh, him a couple years ago, yeah. He's turned into... Mm-hmm. I'm a good player. Yeah, I had Marner, Robertson, Connor. Those were and Hamilton. Those were my four protection. Did you even play Connor very much at all? 
Uh, he and Marner, I, I would play based on who had more games. Okay. The guy who hasn't played, I haven't used at all, who I drafted is Keller. I never needed him, and he ended up, you know, being the hottest one down the stretch. I just keep, you know, dancing with the ones that brought brought me, you know, but uh, I keep debating it. But It's nice how you put in backups and they score, because I put in backups and they, <laughs> they do not score. And then I'm like, why did I put in backups? So I don't I don't do that anymore. And this is probably the first year I ever had a goalie that, you know, um Sorokin I never took out. So that's the first time that's ever happened to me. Are we really so speaking to... of champion. There he is. Oh, there he is. There he is. Way to go. Congratulations. <laughs> champion. Say so, hi, so thank you. Do you have the cup? Was that cup? <laughs> yeah, where's where's the cup? Were you holding up the big cup last weekend, remember? Yeah, it was heavy. We saw you skating with it. Yeah, I sent him a video of you skating. So, <laughs> that's the guy I'm going to beat in the championship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you sweep Dave out, Jason, you're cool if we still take the cup to England a month from now? Yeah, I can, mm-hmm. you know, bring it to you. Guys. I, I, I can't guarantee Dave won't throw it in a lock or something. But. <laughs> Is it still the one that's like, like compressed? The the one that got disconfi- dis- disfigured? Is it still that one? Yeah, it's still the dented one. Yeah, the Clemson yeah. dented yeah. one. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's right. When you sent it back to me is when it kind of melted in transit, right? It was when the flopper sent it to me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because he didn't believe that it happened. <laughs> Well, it's been dented up quite a bit since then, so. May as well, because even my, they couldn't inscribe my name that year. It got all, you know, messed up on the inscription. Oh, that's, so. that's right. That's yeah. Right. So. I think it was 16, 2016 or something like that. Yeah, I'm going to, I'll pick it up tomorrow, so I'll have it, and then um, I don't think I'll be able to, if, I don't think if you sweep, I'll be able to get it engraved in time to to bring it with me, but. See, he didn't engraved right now. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure this is. I'm sure it'll go three, and you know, Dave's playing it coy. He's got a lot of confidence. He was hot down the stretch. <laughs> got a lot of confidence. That's why I'm not even looking at scores this week. <laughs> if you if you two had played last week, you guys would have been pretty darn close. Yeah. Yeah, Jason would have won by like point three or something like that. Not point oh five. No. That'll probably never happen again. Hey Jason, is your dad still a little bitter from that loss? <laughs> he hasn't talked about it. <laughs> so he's bitter then. Yeah, he's bitter. Yeah. I invite- Jason, have you ever seen your dad watch a soccer game? No. No. That's what we thought. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he I don't think he watches soccer. <laughs> okay, that's what we thought. I don't know. So there's been some mornings he's been in on the texting. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think it's like, I don't think it's religious like we are, but I think there's been an occasional watch a game. Yeah, there's a picture of a Coors Light one time I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he wants Man City to lose like most of us. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he's got a lot of free time. But uh, I don't. I don't think he's using a ton of it on soccer. So. <laughs> His team's middling this year. Okay. I keep offering up, but you know he isn't taking out the drafting. I have you know scouts in the neighborhood that I 
you know, that are actually from England. That, oh, really? You know, yeah, some of my neighbors are uh, pretty big soccer fans. Mm. So, uh, and, you know, actually from uh, the London area. So, uh, you know. Well, you should get in then if you got all this inside knowledge. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you ask your Can you ask your neighbors if they have a uh, ticket? I don't know inside ticket information for like Fulham. Fulham, yeah, that would be the one. Fulham, yeah, yeah, that's the one we got to get into. Okay. Yeah, one's uh, Chelsea, and the other one is um, Liverpool. And there was a guy that lived across the street that was Tottenham, but he moved uh, to Texas, so. Just like their head coach. <laughs> that was a that was a pretty interesting rant he went on. <laughs> that was an epic rant. It, when you're calling out the owner, yeah, he's the owner for 20 years and they haven't won. <laughs> Called everybody out but himself. Everyone out but himself. He, he just lit the place on fire and he's went back to Italy. <laughs> From Tottenham. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Conte. Yeah. Because they tied a game. They blew a lately. <laughs> they blew a lead late. I blame the gallbladder surgery. He's the guy that had his gallbladder taken out. He hasn't been the same since. What's the system system in soccer? Is it points for a goal, points for an assist, uh, or is there are there other metrics involved? Oh, this ask is Mike. yeah. Mike's ask Mike. An expert he, on he's, he's, he loves our scoring system. Okay. Wait a minute. Uh, oh man. <laughs> Oh, what's going on? Look who just came into the room, Jerry and Jerry. <laughs> There's got to be operator error there, you know, retirees. They don't I know how to Jerry's use them. bringing in backup. Well, it's tough. It's tough signing in, you know, on, on the same computer. Zoom, so <laughs> I... <laughs> All right. You have to give a point. I'm Scott, point to Biggie. <laughs> You're here twice. Oh, am I? Oh, sorry. Jeez. Jeez. Oh, I had to update. There I am. Oh, there you are. Yeah, I had to do an update. And then so, so I don't know how to get out of that one. So I, I get to you talk. You have a video twice. on one and, and you're talking on the other. That's cool. <laughs> hey, That's pretty hey. impressive. Blowing my mind. You couldn't do that. Well. <laughs> what did I miss? Uh, Jason, uh, bragging about his team or uh, Jack bragging that he beat me by 0.05. Did I did not bring up the ladder. Yeah, we didn't get there yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We brought it up last uh, Yeah, last time. It was last time, yeah. yeah. Jerry, can you tell us your thoughts when you saw the 0. 0.05? 0. 0.05, yeah. I was. Uh, I, I all of a sudden started uh, – I got a little irritated when you started getting into decimal point scoring there. But, uh, you know, but, yeah, no, I, I, I kind of actually chuckled at that and thought, geez, I, I, I knew he was going to say – Jack was going to say something. And then he came back with an apology real fast, <laughs> like saying sorry about that. And it's like – and then I knew for sure. I was like, geez, 0. 0.05. Geez. You know, but, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. You know. I actually, I, I didn't deserve it. I changed my lineup when I shouldn't have, I should have migrained my lineup and left it the same. And I went and changed two guys in it and they didn't do anything. And the other guys did. So see, uh, Jason, that's what normal guys do. They put backups. Yeah, there and they don't I, score. I've been avoiding. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 
You, know, you missed so. it that a uh, uh, champion stopped in to say good night. Um, oh, good. So, Jerry, Jason threw you under the bus, and he just told us that you've got all sorts of uh, England soccer contacts in the neighborhood and your team. <laughs> I do, but I, I haven't been able to utilize them, although I'm going to have to use them next year for sure. You know, but, uh, yeah, my intent was to have uh, get some help with the draft, and I do have I do have some help there. Uh, and every time I'm at the bus stop, which hasn't been much this year, I do get a, a, some questioning about who I'm playing and stuff. And sometimes I don't even know. I know like <laughs> five guys and then the rest of them is like, I know some teams. I know I have Arsenal and I and that type of thing. But some, sometimes I go in there and I have to like kind of watch and see who I have. My problem still is, is that I, I don't check it like a minute before, you know, the games start. Yep. You know, and then I, I will always end up with one or two guys not playing, you know, and it's, you know. But that's how it is. That's how it is. I'm, I'm lurking back there in fifth place. I think it is now. But you know, you guys are so far. You, you're way ahead up there. So, yeah, Jack and uh, and and Dave are you know crushing everyone else. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I plan on using my my help later on. Jerry, you you always have the fewest games played. To your point that you were just making. Yeah. But you do well, like on your points per game, it's one of the top ones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. And that's what it was last year. Yep. You know, and, you know, and, you know, I eked out with a third place or something like that and got a hundred bucks or 50, you know, got enough to uh, be profitable. Yeah. So. He ran, he's like Bob Nutting. He runs it like a business. Yeah. Yeah. So, Eight yeah. points separate the top two, and then 221 is third place. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's a big – and then the middle's, you know, pretty squished, right? I mean, figure 100 points yeah. out of 20 – what are we on, week 26, 27, 28, depending on – you know, so that's like – I don't know, what's that work out to, five points a week? Something like that for yeah. 100 points? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's one, tight one in the middle. One player you didn't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you're one solid or, march away yeah, from the lead, Jerry. Yeah, or someone got maybe five own goals, and someone you know maybe got one. That make a big. Well, I, and I'm going to miss the scout. I'm going to be there too late for scouting. You know, in, in England, the scout. So yeah. You know. yeah. When are you going? We're we're leaving. We're going to be in London on the 21st of June. And then we don't return home till July eighth, so we're at we're, we're going to London for three three and a half days, three stops in Scotland, and then and then going up and going to Norway, and oh, wow. we go above the Arctic Circle, have a couple of days up, there, a couple of small towns up there, and then and then work our way down um, to Bergen, and then fly home from Bergen. Um, so, but it's the the cruise ship is only it holds like nine hundred people. So do you go to Long Year Bind? What's that? You go to Long Year Bind? I there there is a there is a place that begins with an L that I don't recall off the top of my head right now. So you, maybe. Okay, because that's the northern. We go up to Trom Tromso and another place up further above that, and then that's so we do that. And actually, one of the excursions that you can take is uh, you go out and do uh, crabbing 
And so we're going to do that. And so I'm going to send up, eventually I'll send a picture of a, me holding up like this massive king crab and just saying, you know, crab fest 2024 or something, you know, <laughs> nice. something like that. So get the event staff shirts uh, printed. Yeah, yeah, where do you check? Yeah, we used to have those shirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, I heard the captain might have relocated. I don't know if that's where he went, you know. You know, I'm sure yeah, I've mentioned this, but one of those shirts ended up at the Goodwill in Coriopolis. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah. Remember we saw the one at the park? Someone's, Jason, you saw the one at the park I, I saw a girl at the park game wearing a Crab Fest event <laughs> staff. I asked her where she got it, and she said she bought it at Goodwill for 25 cents. Oh, <laughs> 25 cents. Mm-hmm. I didn't go shopping there. Awesome. He thought it was the funny cost me, cost me a buck, as I recall. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I just got rid of my Tequila Fest T-shirts. Oh. My T-shirt that I had. Remember, I remember because I I sent a picture of it to you, and you and I already took. I just dropped the bag off at Good at the the place down in the quarry that you know St. Vincent de Paul place. Then you said, "Oh, do you still have that?" As so I just dropped it off, <laughs> so I hate to go back down there and buy it again. <laughs> Yeah, you know. So that's what we'll be there. We'll be there till the eighth of uh, of July, and then we're home after that. That's that's when I come home from Alaska. (laughs) So for now, when so for Jerry and Jason, so we we go a month from today. Okay. Um, and it was we had an incredibly great. Was it Friday morning or Saturday morning? It was Saturday morning, right? Friday. Was, was a, Friday. was a Friday? Friday morning. An incredibly great yeah. Friday morning. Um, Glenn was working, his company deals with Oracle, and um, they were able to uh, score us um, tickets to the Everton Newcastle game. Oh, okay. Um, okay. At, at Goodison Park in, in Liverpool on the Thursday night, we're there. Um, which was like this gigantic surprise for all of us because we all got this email. I got it like 5.30 in the morning. And we're all like, is this legit or is this fishing? Um, and it's legit. So that was a pretty awesome. Okay. Pretty awesome. Now, how morning. far will you be staying from Liverpool? What, what, what will it take for you to get to Liverpool? Well, we're spending two nights in Liverpool. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because it's a road trip on top of the soccer stuff. So Okay. All right. And then we also picked up tickets to Brighton and Leeds. No, Wolves. Wolves. Brighton, Brighton and Wolves. So, so who's all in? Who's all in the? Fi- who's in the finals here? Jason and Jack. No, no, you got no. Jason and Dave. Dave. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Thank you for your support, Jerry. He's up point one five. Point one five. Even Jerry can't believe I made it. <laughs> I thought Kip was a shoe in. I thought Kip was a shoe in. So, so did I. I had to, I had to get through Jason. Jason's got a tough team. Uh, he's got good wings. Yeah, they can, yeah. I would have I wouldn't have beat Dave either last week, so Okay. The Dave and Jason got the best team so far. Yeah. <clears throat> the question was asked earlier, uh there like why only one championship and you know, three or four decades, like what's going on. Yeah, we were surprised about, about you and Dave, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That all I've had. Jason. 
Yeah. I've helped him out so much, you know. It's got that ego problem, you know, you gotta watch, you gotta be sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So yeah, no, it's been a while. It's been a while. I'm hanging in there though. I'm always, you know, in the upper I, I always get the bad draft picks, but I you know, I can't can't get it all the way. So so I've even had a couple, even in QFA, I've done pretty well, but then I was on the drafting, drafting like 12, 13, 14, something like that. So what's QFA? So that's, <laughs> it's a different sport. Different yeah. I did tell you, Jack, there's no, there's no Nesba this year. Fucar Alpha. My, my, uh, my yeah. Q got a Mike Hughes is now the superintendent of Shanapin Country Club. Oh, okay. And so he's he just took over and he just said that he wants to do it and he wants to do it next year, but he just said it's just he can't uh right now he's just taking over a new job. So yeah. I think if you guys introduce negative points for pitch clock violations, you might convince a couple <laughs> of us to come back in. Yeah. No? No, sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That's still on the bases are at a premium now. So, oh, that's true. Big bases, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're bigger. There's bigger bases, yes. Yeah, they made a bigger, yeah. the bases bigger. What has happened to that sport? Pitch clocks, mm-hmm. big bases. There, and you can't if, shoot anymore. If if, uh, if the trend continues, if it, it does legitimately, they call in the regular season, and they're playing games in like two hours and 45 minutes, um, I don't have any problem with that. Yeah. I mean, game, it actually is affecting the game time. Now it's spring training. We'll see. But... You know, every soccer game's under two hours. I was going to say, that's still two hours too long, right, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> baseball, yes. You saw me watching baseball, Jack. Mm-hmm. They kept throwing balls, and I was like pissed every time they threw a ball. <laughs> <laughs> just swing, just or throw a swing. Those pitchers who just try to nibble the edges. So, do you guys want to talk a little uh, trip? And um, I did put up. Um, Hold on a second. I did uh, let me scroll up a little bit. The, we're we're trying to figure out how to get to the to the was it the Fulham Leeds game? Is that the game that we're trying to get to? Um, so let me pull up. Hold on a second. Crap, I'm all screwed up here. Craven Cottage. Yeah, Craven Cottage. So you guys can see it. So here's the uh, if you want to go the the really ritzy expensive way to do it. Um, so what's all included in that ridiculous price? So the, the tickets for these games for Jerry and Jason is they don't go on sale until like now, like for like three weeks in advance of the game is when, if there are, if there are, if there are any seats available, that's when they hit. Um, so it's really a, it's a crazy and the, and the third party seems really sketchy. Um, it's not like StubHub where you can feel pretty confident that if you buy them, you get them. Are they, are they, they're not, are they sold out and you're buying from third parties? It seems like, like in Brighton, we were able to get some, but they were all singles. So we got six singles all in the same section. 
Um, but not, okay. but none of them are next to each other, but we'll, you know, we figure we'll just figure it out once we get there. Um, Fulham, they haven't put this, the game that we're there, the April 22nd game on sale yet. Um, and there may not be wow. any when they, when it, when they do. So, yeah. And you got, you can pay and join a club. I think we've all joined a couple clubs to see if we could get them that way. And that hasn't really panned out. So anyway, 330 yeah. pounds, what's that about 400 bucks now? Something like that. Yeah, that's a little bit pricey for mm-hmm. one game. No, I agree. And then the other option was um, was Crystal Palace, and I, I think that was even there was there were two different things there, but you could only buy two tickets. When do those go on sale? Uh, this is the same thing. This is through this whatever. So I got this website through um, our Airbnb host in London is a Chelsea season ticket holder. So I reached out to him last week. I, I reached out to him Friday. I was like, well, we're on a roll here um, with the other two games. And so I reached out to him because when I booked the place, he had said, you know, maybe I can, you know, if you know, I can maybe give you some advice on tickets. And so I reached out to him about that. And so he's like, yeah, these are the only things I could really find. So he's, he sent me these links for these two sites or this, what is it called? Ant Seat Unique. Um, and he said, that's the only thing I can really think of. And I know they're really expensive. So anyway, and then Brentford got back to me and said there were none of these available. So though I'm, I do have to say the Manchester United Brighton FA Cup semifinal. I know if we can get that at a decent price, that might not be a bad option. I mean, what, there will be scalpers there, won't there? Yeah. Not as much anymore because everything's mobile. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I heard differently. I was actually um, hanging out with a, a girl who, um, uh, went, like, whenever she was like fourteen, uh, went to see Man U, and she says it's so pretty uh, readily available that you can get tickets on game day from scalpers, and they're legit tickets. And mm. uh, so she seemed pretty confident that we could get them on game day. But you know, through her. The people she knows, but uh, yeah, yeah, it feels like with Fulham, maybe we just you know we just keep plugging away and see what we come up with. But <clears throat> if we end up in a pub near the stadium, that could be okay. Yeah, but if we can go there and we can get uh, scalp tickets, I'd, I'd be up for that also. But uh, you know, depending on the price, we at least need to wait until they go on sale to the public. Yeah. Same with oh, yeah. Crystal Palace. I mean, the way they're trending, no one may want to go to those games. Yeah. They're definitely going to head to the bottom of the table. They're, they're dropping. Allegation zone. How many games did Mitrovic get suspended for? Did you hear? Three at least. Oh, they said they were going to give him more than that for what he did. He, he, yeah, they didn't. They haven't announced any more, but it's definitely three. He elbowed the ref pretty good. <laughs> yeah. He, sh- he should get way more than three. Yeah, I would think. And Tom has him, right? Yeah, Tom has him. So that so Tom doesn't even get points for that red card, and he loses them for three games. Yeah, that's right. It's an FA Cup game. Though. So that's good news for you, Chris. Yep. <laughs> and Jerry, because you guys are bracketing Tom, right? You're, I think Tom's much, fourth yeah. and Jerry's fifth, right? Jerry is fifth, and uh, yeah, Tom's yeah, right but... behind me. He, me and him keep, uh, you know, switching uh, switching spots. Jerry's a long way back of third and fourth. Yeah. Yeah. He's back with the likes of me. 
Well, he 50, kept... only 50-some no, points no, behind... No, uh, he's still ahead of Ken. Uh, he's only 50-some points behind Tom. Really? Yeah. Yep. Kips I'm waiting for Ronaldo to come back so I can pick him up and go from there. Yeah. You can have him. Yeah. What, well, yeah, 50, yeah. 55, I guess only like 55. That's not too bad. Mm-hmm. You figure Holland's going to get you know 20 goals not in the Premier League and they'll eventually rest him. Um, well, he's getting so tired scoring in games that don't count. <laughs> yeah. He seems more interested in uh, winning the Champions League than he does in, uh, you know, you know. He, I, I think he even said that. He said that, uh, you know, he goes, they don't need me to win a, the championship. They've done it without me. He goes, they, they brought me in to win the Champions League. So, yeah. Jer- Jerry, we were speculating on how many games you watch. Oh, you'd be surprised. No, I actually, I do watch some because I they're on like that's you know morning in the plus my my uh, phone is going crazy. <laughs> I, I didn't know how to block all you guys like Ralph did. You know, yeah. uh, so my phone's going ding ding. So then I watch because there's something else on. So I watch. I actually will watch a couple of games on, and actually I think it was. Oh, was it was it last year? There maybe it was the um, when those those cup games are going on around Christmas time or something. There were actually some pretty good games. Oh yeah, you know, I, I think it was the finals or something like that. And I mean, and if they played like that all the time, they're interesting games to watch. You know, so it's it's funny because uh, you know well, most of the games happen to be Saturday, but uh, these guys go completely stupid on text yeah. on Sunday. You know, they must have nothing better to do than, you know, just text constantly, you know, Sunday mornings during whatever arbitrary game is going on. But, uh, yeah, I've learned how to – when my Locked phone up. is going off, you know, Susie will say, oh, is there a soccer game? And I'll say, oh, must be. <laughs> I will admit I have nothing better to do than watch but soccer. I do, no, no, I, I, you'd be surprised. I do. Now, I sometimes have to keep going back to look and see if I have any of the guys, but that's that's another story. Yeah. Yeah. Scoring update: Dylan Larkin's on the board. Hmm. You don't. You don't have to update this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over. Is Dave is projected to win at this point? Yes, he is. Well, I see the Penguins have forty-one shots to seventeen, and we're still we're down one nothing. So they're they're at least shooting. Um, where are we here? Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I've silenced all my text groups. You've silenced well, them all? I think, I, I, now, is, Ralph isn't in the league anymore, is he? No. Yeah. No, okay. We're waiting for Jason to take that spot next season. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he did. I, I joked with him the one time about uh, yeah, checking. I hadn't checked my messages, and I saw I had thirty-one on the one, one friend there. And he said, "Oh, I, I, uh, I, you know, just, I don't know what he did. Silenced them, or you know, kind of, you know, got you guys so he, he doesn't receive yours." So he's like, "Oh, okay." So well, that's that's yeah. what happened Friday on the smaller group with our with our Oracle email and our. Everton tickets, all our phones blew up. My, I was like, "Holy shit, what's going on here?" Yeah, it was like a it was like a Sunday on a Friday, you know. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Well, so um, Jerry and Jason haven't been on for a Doctor Hog segment, and Doctor Hog didn't know we were going to have a segment. So I wanted to um, spring a Doctor Hog segment on. So hold on a second, let me pull this up. 
and and we haven't heard from Murph yet. Yeah, we, well, no, we're not going to hear from him on this one either. Um, but uh, so, Doctor Hogg, I was curious what your views are in terms of the quality of that work. So, in case you're wondering what that is, that's Ginny's stomach. Holy shit. Um, So uh, let me say that, uh, first of all, the the end result is probably going to be fine. It it does look like it's not, you know, very good. Good, yeah. But I think... But I think you're going to find that the when, when all those staples are out, it's not going to matter. It's going to be a you know a pretty linear scar there. But but clearly, this person did not take their time and <laughs> and uh, precision. Well, it looks like a kindergarten stapling project. And I'll give it a I'll give this I'll give it a Dave Rhodes C minus. Kind of kind of wonder about those two, and then the doubling up there. <laughs> yeah, it's a little excessive. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, because it's painful. Yeah, just despite how bad we are sometimes at putting staples in, the the result tends to be okay. What what dictates like staple versus stitches? I'm sorry if that's already been covered. Oh, no, go for it. What was the question, Jace? Like why? Is, when when do they? When is it staples versus stitches? Like what's the what makes you decide what to go with? Um. You know, for me in the merch room, it's it's kind of like, to some degree, it's a speed thing. So staples are so much faster to put in, mm-hmm. uh, but they do have to be in the right location. Like in the scalp, um, staples are perfect, but on somebody's face, obviously, you wouldn't put staples. So um, in the face, we'd probably, we'd always use um, stitches and depends on where they're at, where it's located. If it's over a joint or... Um, you know, it's like on a hand or something like that. We wouldn't do staples. We do stitches. So staples are kind of like, this will be like the back or, you know, potentially the belly or someplace where there's not going to be a lot of tension on it. Okay. Kip, what about glue? So glue is the same thing. I mean, it's not going to be as strong as stitches or staples. So the glue would be good for face. Um especially like little kids and stuff where they have like a little cut on their face where you don't want to tackle them and tie them down and, and uh, give them anesthetic and stitches. Yeah, I, I had Dell's head glued, you know, when she was three and uh, yeah, that seemed to work a lot better than I think it would have if she would have got stitches or staples. So yeah. yeah, I agree. She still has a scar from it, even with a uh, glue, but you know, definitely was the way to go. Yeah, almost all, all cuts are going to scar. I mean, there's really no no way around it. If it, unless it's like a very superficial cut, it's not. They're all going to scar. So does the 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 instrument that does the staple? Does it look like a stapler? Um. Well, you know, obviously the on a regular stapler it has like a back, mm-hmm. so that when you push it down so this one you can't put anything uh, you can't put thing something underneath the skin so it's more of like a like a staple gun like a vice like a vice grip kind of thing okay and that's what kind of squeezes them together a little bit underneath yeah the end just kind of pinches it are those special kinds of staples uh 
I mean, I, I mean, they're just probably made of the same typical. Uh, I don't know. Good question. I mean, I don't know what the what they're made of, but they're probably a little. They look a little thicker than your typical staple island, but maybe they're look they're smaller. Obviously, they don't look like they're as as wide. But I guess you can. They come in different sizes. So if I drop a chainsaw on my leg, should I staple my leg closed and then go to the hospital? No, no, I would just, just put some pressure on it and, and come see me. Think back to the, our tourniquet at lesson there, Dave. Yeah. What if, we, if, what if you're in dancing home? <laughs> we don't have um, a chainsaw. No, but I, you call me anytime. I will, I will go wherever you're at, Dave. I will, I will, I will take care of you. You'll bring some glue. <laughs> I'll bring glue. I'll bring a lot of glue, yeah. So, Kipkin, do, do you have glue or staples in your bag that you carry around? Uh, uh, I do have both. Really? Yeah. Will you be bringing that bag to England? <laughs> um, maybe. I might bring some of the bag. I can't bring the whole bag. We're we're packing light. What's what's the what do you use to disinfect? those staples before you put them onto the person's body because i assume you don't just they don't just go on without their without any kind of disinfectant um usually you prep the skin with like either i like an iodine product or like there's like a sure cleanse or a hiba cleanse um so there there's some sort of cleanser they use and just regular tap water works pretty good for most you just irrigate it really good are there people in the Maybe. ER that work with you that like particularly like to do the stapling thing? Cause it feels like that could be something that somebody could have a weird sense of pleasure from. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, are you talking about patients that come in that want to be? Well, stapled I'm assuming that there's patients doctors? who probably want to be stapled, but yeah, you know, are there like workers that also oh. is like, yeah, let's staple that bastard he's a pain in the ass kind of thing <laughs> as like a, a punitive thing like I, a repeat um, customer kind of a thing uh i mean you know we probably talk about it like <laughs> um you know certain people that we don't really care for that might be repeat offenders we may use like a bigger size iv or do something um, different, but we, we're, we're in the hypothetical it, range right now, right? Under that context, Kip. We've, we've moved yeah, past the getting Jack fired to the getting Kip fired, which isn't the goal of this podcast anymore. Yeah. We're not recording, are we? Uh, <laughs> so, Kip, I mean, what, does the, what does the staple remover look like? Yeah, it's um, so. It has like uh, like a like two prongs this way, and then one prong this way. So it, you kind of scoop it underneath the uh, the staple, and then you squeeze it, and it does this until it it kind of puts the pulls the staple out like that. Wow! So numbing something or other for that. What's that? Do you get numbed up for that? No, it, 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 and I mean, no, I mean, it does the patient actually get numbed up, not you. 
I, I drink a couple beers beforehand, but right. no, when they come out, it's not very painful. I mean, it might pinch a little bit, but it's obviously we numb them up if, when they're putting them in for sure. So Kip, this is the the third battery that Ginny's had installed. So they've used, I think they used the same scar basically. So that might've led to some of why it looks like, I don't think they want to keep giving her multiple scars. So. Yeah. I mean, I to be honest with you, I would not pay spot. for that. What's that? That, that staple job. To not. be honest with you, that staple job is horrible. I would not pay for that. Okay. Send it back. Send it back. Battery. Yeah, Jack, how long is that scar? Um, it's a good two and a half inches. I mean, that, ba- that bandage she pulled up was probably like a four by four. Okay. Cause this picture makes it look like it's a foot long. Yeah. It's yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, a, it's, yeah, it's probably two and a half, three inches. Okay. It's a lot of staples for it. Yeah. yeah. So she'll be happy to know that Kip didn't approve of the stapling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to it looks like they were trying to do it as fast as you could, you know. Yeah. With the new batteries working, yeah. that's all that we care about. So, how long do they last? Um, so she had the first one installed in 2011, so five six years. Um, okay. This one, the technology's gotten better each with each one. So this one, they say, um, she can charge it up in about 45 minutes. That's still the thing that sort of freaks me out about this whole thing is that she, when she's charging up, she wears this like, looks like the Batman's utility belt with the charger on the outside and just puts it right <laughs> over the battery. And it's like, what the fuck wow. what kind of weird life is this? But um, yeah, so it's about probably six, seven years at the outside. Okay. Now, this will become an issue. This will become an issue when she goes through uh, security at the airport, correct? Um, yeah, so she's got a certificate that you know that tells them that she's got this thing implanted. I have to say that it very rarely do they pull her out, which I don't know. Okay, if- she, can she still go through the uh, um, the security um, regular security detail with the uh, you know the magnetic? She can't, they, yeah, she can go through the thing that we, you know, where you stand there and put your hands up. She goes through that, and they rarely pull her out. She can't, with this thing, she can never get an MRI. Um, okay. And it's mostly because of the wires in her back, because they would be afraid. They're so close to the surface that they would just, the magnet thing would just rip the wire through uh, out. So, oh, wow. yeah, so she's, yeah, so she's, she's pretty much prevented from getting an MRI, unless something changes but and they asked her if she wanted when she had this one done if she wanted the wires adjusted and she's like absolutely not they've been in there for 11 years and they've got to be scarred over tremendously yeah. and to move yeah. those would be really painful so jack you remember when on breaking bad they used that giant magnet to uh go to that evidence locker the mm-hmm. police evidence locker? could she go near like a junkyard with one of those giant magnets and or would that pull the battery or no, pull the wires well, back? We're not going to try We're not going to go check that out. So. All right. You've never been in a junkyard with her? No, never been. <laughs> Good date night, Dave. Yeah. Probably, probably not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> so you can't go where there's any like big magnets? No. Well, I don't, you know, definitely not an MRI. Mm. So, all right. Well, thanks, Doctor. An interesting segment there. Yeah. 
Hey, hey, Jerry, Jerry yeah. do you have any pictures of your colon? To show <laughs> no, actually, I probably do. I probably do. Well, They're a little bit old now. They're a little bit old. I, I have to go in a few weeks. Oh. So I'll, I'll bring them. I'll all right, you're, them you're coming back on the podcast, and, and, and Kip's yeah. going to analyze it for you. We'll take a look at your colon. Yeah, make yeah. sure everything's good. Yeah, thank, you. thank you. So you getting any rain out there, Jack? Are you Are you south of the rain? I live in Seattle, as far as I can tell. <laughs> it's gonna rain wow. for the next three days and um yeah no it's uh the freeway collapse between here and um uh oceanside i can't get to the coast on the freeway it's been closed for oh what did they close last week so yeah a pipe collapsed under the freeway get out of and here and they're they're looking okay. at like a 20 million dollar <laughs> emergency repair um, wow yeah and, uh, but it's bad, like up LA area. It's not quite as bad as there. Um, the the if you want to, if you're curious about Google like pictures at some of the Sierra Nevada ski resorts. Okay. The ski lifts are under snow. I mean, the chairs they themselves. Were show, they were showing one on TV that they were under snow, and he said it's 35 feet above the, the natural surface. Yeah, I have I have a friend who has a house. Um, in a place called Idlewild, it's at like 10,000, 9,000, 10,000 feet east of LA. They had like 30 feet of snow on the roof of their house. They're, they're not sure their house is still oh, there because yeah. they haven't been able to get up there. Um, no. but have they've been able, I, I read one story in the journal a week or so ago that, you know, that to some extent this will be very helpful to the whole, you know, drought situation, but also a lot of it's just going to go right into the ocean and you're, you know, yeah, we all voted for like a six billion dollar bond issue seven years ago, and they haven't built anything with it. So, yeah, it's all going to melt and flood, and then run out to the ocean. We'll be in a drought next year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the you know the the whole water system here was built when the population was like seventeen twenty million people. It's double that plus yeah. now, and everybody lives at the coast where there's no place to store it. So, so yeah. Like the guy said in Tybee, it's a it's a dumpster fire out here. <laughs> yeah, he had his he packed his kids up in their little VW bus, and they're like, "We're out of here." Yeah, he was even a crunchy guy. Yep. yep. Any scoring updates? Nope, still the same. It's two one um, Ottawa in the actual game. Yeah, yeah they just scored. No Stutzel Ottawa. though. No, no Stutzel. You don't have to. You don't have to talk about it. Oh, it's a long game. It's a long three weeks, Dave. Get used to it. Or two weeks. A long postseason. Oh, it would be um, Dave. If you sweep them, it'll be a pretty amazing England trip. <laughs> so, um, I think Dave, do you have a television segment? Sure. One second. Kip asks, or Mike Chris asks for for Murph. What I'm watching. Featuring veteran TV producer and celebrity Dave Rhodes. Brought to you by Sebastian Scanavis and the good people at Oracle, technology driver of the Moon Hockey League and Moon Premier League, powering the <coughs> Premier League and match insights at Oracle Cloud, and, most importantly, making a giant check-it-off item come true. There we go. Wow. That, that was nice. Nice. <laughs> that was like a legit commercial, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. I hear that guy's voice on so many... YouTube oh, channels. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he, he must be the go-to Murph voice. Comes through very clear. And he's probably getting paid nothing. Yep, nothing. 
All right. So, there's, there's a show on now. I have not seen it, but there's two black guys that were doing like what the Dave and Dave show used to do. Yeah, Ed and know, Dave Racy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, yeah. I have seen something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they're on some streaming on something or other, but they're going around doing doing what you guys used to do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's bullshit. Ed and in the bird. Yeah. That is bullshit. Yeah, Jamal, we're not getting our visuals or anything for that. Was it going to allow Jamar and Jamar? What, what was that, Kip? Was it called Jamar and Jamar? <laughs> I don't know what it was called. I just saw the I saw a commercial about it or something, and they were talking about these two guys going to different places around town. That's what I saw. I saw a commercial about it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's called Ed and Day and the Berg. It's uh, Ed Bailey and Day Bracy. Dave Bracey is also the guy who runs Barrel and Flow, the nation's first black beer festival. Ah. Wow. Look at Mike. Wow. Entering Holy the no cow. edit zone. <laughs> All right, Dave. So what are you watching? Um, so I'll give you one documentary that I watched a couple of days ago that you may not have seen. So it's on HBO. It's called Navalny. Has anyone seen this? Mm-mm. I read it. Is it about that coach? No. So this guy is kind of the opposition or was the opposition leader in Russia. That's right. Yeah. So he's, you know, basically walking around campaigning for president and, and not holding back calling Putin and everyone in the government thieves, criminals, calling for their ousting, trying to get the Russian people to, you know, get rid of them. So this is back in you know, 2019, 2020. Is he still alive? <laughs> Didn't so fall out of they, the building. Yeah, in, in 2020, they poisoned him. Poisoned him, yeah. yeah. Uh, and this was in some little tiny city in like eastern Russia. So they got him They got him when he was getting on a plane. So it, it took effect on the plane this nerve agent that they gave him, this high, you know, potent nerve agent. Now the plane was able to make an emergency landing in this airport and they saved his life, but he was still in a Russian hospital and they wouldn't let anyone see him and all this business. So anyway, they finally let him go and he, he got out to Germany. So he recovered and they, this documentary film crew started following him around and it's kind of fascinating just telling his story as a, you know, someone who speaks out in Russia, which is uh, not a really good profession to go into. But um, then he meets another guy who somehow is able to track down the guys that poisoned him. And he, and he calls him up. And he does this all on camera. And he gets one guy on the phone and basically he thinks he's like pranking them, but the guy starts telling them all this, everything he did. Mm. It's, it's fascinating. So at the end of the documentary, he, he's like, I got to go back to Russia. You know, I'm going back. I can't just stay here my whole life. I got to go back and, you know, try and rouse the people. He goes back and they basically arrest him at the airport. So they gave him 20 years. So he's in jail right now. Wow. What but um, It's a one-off or is it a series? It's a one-off. It's a one-off documentary. It won, I think, best Oscar at the uh, or best documentary at the Oscars this year. <clears throat> Definitely worth checking out if you got HBO. Hmm. 
fascinating. Wow. Sort of the gulag yeah. archipelago of the current, uh, that's where he's at now, right? Yeah, I don't know where he's at. I wonder if he has any colon pictures he could send us. <laughs> I'm not sure that you do of him. I also had some, uh, my knee scoped like 20 years ago. I do have those. I think I have those pictures too. I'll bring yes. those. They're in a box somewhere. Yeah, we've never done a female colon uh, review. Okay. So. Well. <laughs> Does a female colon look different than a man colon? We'll find out. A teaser for the next. <laughs> Is a man colon bigger and maybe hairier? <laughs> Those are all important questions. You don't know, do you? <laughs> I have he's no a, idea. He's, I'm not, he's in the I'm hospital. Not a doctor, doctor, remember? It's allegedly a doctor. He's not a doctor. Yeah. And he's at a hospital over by Clareton. He's got gunshot wounds and things stuck where they shouldn't be. Kip, would you say on an average shift you do more boiling or lance boiling? Lance, lancing boils or stitching up people with like cuts? Um, it's pretty close. Um, I'd say it's, it's probably a little bit more stitching, but there's some days where I'm just a, I'm just a <laughs> lancer of boils all day long. <laughs> well, if someone comes into you with a gunshot wound, is the first call to the police? Or do you, I mean, uh, well, I try to save his life first, but yeah. then I would, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the, the police do get involved at some point for sure. So if he okay. comes in an ambulance, right, I think the fire guys are obligated to let the police know right away. So if he walks in with a gunshot wound, yeah. Um, but if he comes in an ambulance, yeah, the cops, the cops know right away. Okay. Yeah. And it's the state of Pennsylvania. Anyone walk in with a gunshot wound? Did you? Yeah. Okay. No, oh, yeah. Just, is this something that's happened several times? They do. Um, we get walk-ins a lot. We get some drop-offs. Um, like, you know, the the buddies will just kind of push them out of the car and and uh, yeah, they'll say yeah, and because they, they don't want to be involved, right? So they just they then so they want to get into the that? hospital. How often does this happen that you have, like where, when a police officer, when just someone shows up with a gunshot wound without anyone around them or a police officer escorting them? Is this like one thing that happens? Probably not for me so much because, like I said, I, I, I don't work in the trauma center, so we don't see a whole lot. But, um, I mean, I've had it a few times, uh, my, me personally, where you know, they just – they drive, you know, they drive up and they kind of say, we got, my buddy's been shot and we get him out of the car and we bring him in and then they drive off. So do you yell at the guys as they're driving away? Hey, this isn't a trauma center. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, we, we just have to kind of take care of them. And then we, we ship them off to a, a real, a real trauma center. Do you ask for his insurance card before you <laughs> pick them up? No, we're not allowed to do that. That's that would actually be a violation. So you're not allowed to ask for an insurance card? Not until after they've had a full medical screening exam. So they ask for when I go to the doctor, they always ask for emergency or the insurance card. Should I not get it? Do you go 
when you go to the shop. ER, they'll take they'll take your name and get you registered, and then once you've seen the doctor or have had or had an exam, then they will come back and then talk to you about insurance. That's the way it's supposed to be. Okay. Wow. Your doctor's office might be different. So Kip, you yeah, they get the, they get the card first. Yeah. It's safe to assume you've treated more gunshot wounds than delivered babies. Is that correct? Uh, that's correct. Um, although, I mean, I've delivered a lot of babies in, in training, so in residency. Um, so as far as, as that goes, I probably, but as far as like an emergency delivery, I've only done that was just that one. So, yes, more gunshot wounds. What's the largest baby you ever delivered? <laughs> uh, see, I, I don't know for sure because I I don't remember all the all Yeah, the, but you the remember weight. the big one, right? Like a 12-pounder? <laughs> yeah, there's definitely no 12-pounders. That's huge. Um, this last one was only about, uh, I think it was 4 pounds... 12 oh. ounces, something like that. Yeah. So it came out, did she even notice? What's that? When it came out, did she even notice? It's kind of small. <laughs> uh, it, she, well, she was happy when it came out. I mean, it, it was pretty painful coming out, but, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, she was, that was her like third delivery. So she was, yeah. it kind of came out pretty quick and it, she was 35 weeks. So, it was a small baby. Wow. 30. Wow. Yeah. I was a little was six both times she did it. Would you say 36 weeks? Yeah. No. Well, how big were your girls? Five, one. and like five, 10. Very little. Jason, weren't you? Nine, 14. <laughs> wow. So, uh, yeah. Big one. <laughs> Yeah, could have been Kip's record for all he knows. Yeah, that's why every now and then we drove to Jefferson instead of McGee. <laughs> yeah. We were in the vicinity at the time, too. We are in McKeesport. We could have just run up there. <laughs> Although I wouldn't like to drive through Clarendon. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Anybody else have any other business to talk about? What's the, any? There's no score updates, you right? Don't, no, score. Don't, don't. no score. I'm, no score I'm update. so worried about that 0.15. That's yeah. <laughs> good luck to both of you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right, I'll have those pictures for next time. Yeah, please. Yeah, let's make sure we get. So you can send them to me, Jerry. I'll make sure they get. They don't go anywhere they're not supposed to go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, sharing your stitches, you know, or oh yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. It's a fair game. We're all about building an audience, Jerry. We'll, we'll do whatever it takes. <laughs> all right, see you guys. See you later. Bye. See you guys. It's Everton Football Club. Here we go. Supreme number one, and we love you ever. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Cyber.
high as the singer. 